Full 10 Yards Podcast. Yes, here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome in to the Full 10 Yards, where every yard counts. Finals week here in the UK American football scene. Six teams going into battle this weekend for the right to be called champions. Uh, we're going to run through the fixtures first off. We've got a couple of interviews for you here today. We've got uh, Jason Scott of the Tamworth Phoenix and Simon McLean of the Bournemouth Bobcats taking time out of their schedules to come chat with us ahead of the big games at the weekend. Four fixtures in total, but there's three this weekend and one next week. Not actually quite sure why that is. But let's start off at the top premiership. We have repeat of last year's final Tamworth Phoenix and the London Warriors. Uh, Skybet have actually priced the games up, giving Tamworth the odds of 14 to 1. I'm sure that that will give Coach Scott and the boys over in. Tamworth a little carrot dangling opportunity to prove the doubters wrong like they have done all season um, that's 4pm Sunday at the New River Stadium in London, all three games this week are at the New River Stadium in London which I believe is the north of London so if you're in the nearby area go and give that a check out for sure um, so we'll be talking to, to Coach Scott shortly uh, as we will with Coach McLean of the Bournemouth Bobcats, uh, the Bobcats themselves are kicking off at 12pm on the Saturday, uh, all these games are live by the way on Onside Productions on YouTube so go and check that out, go and give them a search uh, as well, all free so you'll be able to keep your eyes on, on all of the action this weekend uh, but the Bob pa- Bobcats and the Warriors face off in quite an intriguing battle looking for that promotion to Division 1 uh, after that the game at 4 o'clock on the Saturday we have the Samuel Steelers and the Solent Thrashers again looking for that trophy should be a good one that one uh, two, two decent teams going out it'd be interesting to see how those both match up and then next week we have the final of the four games the Inverclyde Goliaths taking on the Halton Spartans and that's at Druid's Park in Newcastle so a way trip there for, for the Spartans spoke, of course spoke to Ian Derbyshire a few weeks ago talking about their, their home comforts there at the Halton Stadium so be interesting to see those, those guys away from home be a fascinating matchup as well actually because them and the Goliaths you know, Goliaths have done it the hard way all their playoff travels uh, over the last couple of weeks as well so they'll be battle hardened if you like I think that's a word that comes up a bit later on with Jason um, but yeah those are the fixtures here come the interviews first up like I said we have Coach Scott of the Phoenix and then we'll move on to Coach McLean of the Bobcats I hope you enjoy it Okay, first up, we're going to start with the creme de la creme, the Premiership Britball final. Uh, we welcome back a um, common, uh, common guest on the podcast, Jason Scott of the Tamworth Phoenix. Jason, welcome back on. How are you doing? I'm doing well, thanks very much. How are you doing? Yeah, we're not we're not too bad. We obviously we, we prized you away from uh, from Bake Off, as you, you like to say. It's yeah, uh, it's it's, it's tough, you know. It's the opening night of Bake Off, you know. I'm trying <laughs> to get some little downtime from football just to to watch a bunch of strangers baking cakes. Mm. Is that too much to ask? <laughs> maybe maybe not. Not not my cup of tea, but um, yeah. Um, each, each to their own. So as long as, long as you got the job done for you, uh, Jason. We, absolutely, absolutely. I feel refreshed and revigorated now. Absolutely, love stuff. Um, let's let's talk about uh, Tamworth Phoenix. Uh, obviously, big game ahead at the weekend. So let, let's talk about the season because it's been a bit of a, a strange one in the sense that you've actually lost a game. So uh, it'd be interesting to see what your what your thoughts were. But just uh, just let's start it back a little bit. To going in, going into the off season, was there was there much? Uh, in, in the way of change at Tamworth, any disruptions going in, going into this season at all? Was there any new obstacles you've had to overcome? Yeah, it, it was. It, it's a strange off season, to be honest. Uh, we did lose quite a few players through retirements. I think 
winning the championship. I know a lot of people were saying, oh, it's it's my last go around. We'll retire if we win. And then we went into Europe and then people said, oh, we'll, we'll stay on for Europe. So quite a few people retire. Quite a few people wanted to take the opportunity to go and play in Europe. So I think um, with it all being said, you know, 21 players um, moved on either through retirement or or into Europe or other clubs that are more local to them uh, this off-season, um, which is a huge number. But when you consider that people like Pat Daly goes to plays in Germany, Will Hobb goes to Germany, Lewis Thomas in Germany, um, uh, Tom Levick retires, Adam Hope retires, Will Hussey retires. You know, these, are, these aren't just run-in-the-mill players. These are bona fide stars and the top of their game. And mm. I think we lost six offensive starters. Mm. Um so there was a challenge, and you know, Dan Smith, who's our offensive coordinator, did a really good job of retooling, rebuilding the offense. You know, to really to get to where we are is outstanding. We've only really had three or four frontline receivers all year. Um, so he's, he's done a phenomenal job work, working with um, the, what he's been given. Angus Cook's done a phenomenal job to come in at a quarterback uh, to replace Pat Daly. Uh, Angus was a quarterback at the University of uh, Loughborough, uh, and it's really his, his first season playing quarterback you know love but they run a, a triple option very run based offense it's the first time he's really had been asked to throw the ball a lot and, and run and lead an offense mm-hmm. like ours so he's done a phenomenal job and and defensively you know we, we had to overcome one or two retirements one or two injuries ollie campbell broke his leg early in the year mm-hmm. and he's our you know standout free safety so we've had to shuffle a pack round. so it's been far from smooth waters but you know what pressure creates diamonds I think we're uh, you know we've overcome a lot of adversity this year and we are we are battle battle hardened yeah yeah, absolutely. And so, so with, with all the disruption then and, and change at, at Tamworth, I know I know you yourself set yourself higher standards and I'm sure you, you install that into the team as well. But did you expect to do as well as you did this season? Our, our goal is always the same: yeah. it's to win and to win in the postseason. Yeah. Um, we want to win games. Yeah. Whatever we put out, we believe in 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 the program that yeah. we put together. We believe in our coaching philosophy and our team philosophy, mm-hmm. and we believe in the play. If you've been playing the game. You know, six months or six years. You know, we we think you can we can get you up to standard and and to to run into a you know a decent football program. We've had a bunch of rookies come in um, who have really excelled. Um, so our our goal is always the same. It is to let's say win a lot of games, have a lot of fun, mm-hmm. um, and to win games in in the postseason. You know, we've won a game in the postseason. Hopefully, we'll win another one on Sunday. Yeah, absolutely. I expect nothing. I expect nothing less from you, Jason. Absolutely nothing less. Um, but let's uh, let's talk about obviously one one adversity uh, that you had during the season. Obviously, the loss to the defeat to Manchester. Obviously, is is not a, a common feeling over there in Tamworth. Um, how how did that? What was the the feeling when when that game was was defeated? Because it was a, a hell of a game. Yeah, you know what? I've Manchester were a better team. I've said it all along. Manchester beat us. You know, it's not. Yeah, you know, we we could point fingers and go. Well, we lost a few players for injury. We we started slow. We had some calls go against us. No, the fact of the matter is that Manchester were the better team, mm-hmm. and they're a really good team. And the the game up in Manchester was a really close game as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when you've won thirty four straight games in Northern Conference, yeah. your streak's going to run out eventually, yeah, isn't it? Absolutely. Uh, and I think we were discussing on the way back from the away game last year, who's it going to be to break the streak? And I think a lot of us said, you know, it's going to be Manchester. Mm. They're well coached. They've got a bunch of really good athletes. 
Um, they do things right. They've got a youth programme, junior programme, you know, a nice stadium, good setup, well run. Uh, it, they are kind of the benchmark, I think, for that, that teams need to look at to say, well, how do we run a football programme? And Manchester, you know, they deserve to win. Yeah, and, and judging obviously by your, by what you said there, and um, seemingly how level-headed you both yourself and, and the team are, was it was it? I suppose it wasn't too difficult to to pick the team back up then and motivate them to, to get going again. Because say losing is not a habit that you tend to have. No, you know it. It was, you know, people say, "Well, what do you say to them? How do you pick them up?" You don't need to take any motivation. You don't yeah. need to make any rallying cries. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when you've been not humiliated, not embarrassed, but when you've been knocked down a peg or two, well, yeah, yeah. The, the tendency is to get back on the bike and to prove to a lot of people mm-hmm. in the media, online, on social media, that, you know, there's a changing of the guard enough. Now, we still believe that we are the, the top dogs in in the country, mm-hmm. not just the Northern Conference. And yeah. we need to prove that to, to everyone else who don't see what we see every day. And yeah. uh, it goes back to our theme of two years ago is, you know, we we see the invisible. Um, we see every practice we turn up to, the amount of hours that, that our coaching staff put in. Now, earlier tonight, Coach Smith put on a, a two-hour online classroom about scout, about you know how we're going to uh, to, to approach the final. Mm-hmm. Um, and he does a really good job of, of, of planning for games. Alan Steele, our special teams coordinator, does exactly the same. You know, all the hours that our players put in in the gym, um, commuting to to Colesville to, to to practice and to play, mm. you know you need to see the invisible to believe the uh, impossible. Mm. Um, yeah, we we know what we're about. Mm-hmm. A lot of people who are who are casting aspersions about us have no clue what we're about, yeah. and it makes me laugh where you know, <laughs> some media outlets don't know anything about us, but they're saying that we're we're the worst team to appear in a national final ever. Yeah, we've we've got your back here, Jason. Don't worry. We 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 we, we, we we tip you to win all the games. Um, yeah, let's let's just talk about the North Conference for for one second this season. Were, were you pleased to see that the Merseyside and, and Manchester kind of kept you on your toes this season? Obviously, the thing is a, a kind of a tale of two halves in the in the table, wasn't it? With you guys uh, and the the other two kind of hot in the hills, you know, racing for that number one that number one um, top of the division. Um, were, were you were you happy that you, obviously the, the the competition was was uh, what what it was like this year? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, everyone's lifted their game. Um, again, I guess it comes with the territory when you you're, you're town with Phoenix and you've won you know thirty four consecutive games yeah. for Northern Conference championships. You know, you've got that target in the back, and everyone lifts their game for you. Merseyside a really good program. Manchester a really good program. And you know what, Sheffield. I think Sheffield's defense was mm-hmm. one of the best defenses we've faced all year. Mm-hmm. Um, who you know, and they survived on the last day of the season. So yeah. when you look at the the Northern Conference from top to bottom, it, it's got a lot of quality. Yeah. Edinburgh beat Manchester. Yeah, yeah. Um, don't forget that. And you know, there's there is there is talent there, just not outside the top three. Yeah, there's talent all the way down. Yeah, yeah, I absolutely agree. Yeah, I, I remember saying watching those those last games as well. Yeah, it was really, it was really a, f- a fun conference to watch, a division to watch this year actually. Um, and luckily, you say some of the, your games, obviously, some of them get uh, streamed as well. So uh, yeah, it has been fun watching that th- how how it's been playing out. But let's talk. Obviously, you said a bit a bit earlier of, of the the goal for time of obviously to win games in the postseason. That's what obviously we did last week versus um, the Blitz. So you beat them obviously last year, thirty to seventeen as well. Did you use anything from that game last year when you went into into Sunday's game. No, it's, it's we 
we look at our past, but just to make sure we know where we're going. You know, the right. past is very much in the rear view mirror. Yeah. It's a it's a benchmark for where we were. We always want to look forward. So, you know, we looked at the the evidence that we're given, the tape that we're given, and we put a game plan on regarding this team's, you know, th- this team's um, strengths and weaknesses. Mm-hmm. Um, we're a different team this year. We can't be expecting to Angus to do things that Pat Daly does. But, you know, well, Angus is a pretty good quarterback as well. He, he runs an offence effectively yeah. um, you know and we can't expect you know the old line to perform like they did last year or or the linebackers to perform the way they did last year because it's a different team it's this year's team it's yeah. we always say it's uh, different faces it's the same beast you know yeah. so we always want to create the same philosophy same ambition um, even if the the scheme and uh, the the game plans are different, mm. no, absolutely. And as they say, it was it was the, the game itself was was a close one, nip and tuck down to the wire. It was an absolute slugfest, wasn't it? Um, again, just describe some of the emotions you might you, you went through the game. Cause I say it was a very close one. Uh, Blitz finished off strongly, and of the obviously the reaction to to the missed extra point. Yeah, uh, you know what? It's weird. I mean, I. The same emotions that went through the national championship game two years ago. At no point did I think we're going to lose that game. Um, I was always supremely confident in in our athletes, in our players, in the game plan, in, in what we're going to put forward. Um, you know, so even when they scored, it, you know, it, it was very much business as usual. Let's concentrate on the next play, and let's worry yeah. about the last play. Let's next play, next play, next play, yeah. and let's build something. Yeah. Um, you know, after the, the touchdown, Elliot Walters returned the the, uh, the kickoff back to the halfway line, and we're straight away we're cooking again. Yeah. Um, maybe we made it a little hard for ourselves. You know, we uh, we had a PAT, a field goal missed, and one that fell just short, and mm-hmm. uh, we got down to the five yard line, and a couple of penalties pushed us back. So we did make things tough for ourselves. Yeah, but yeah. Um, you know, I always had faith in in the game plan that that Dan and myself and Alan put together and the execution of the players. Mm. So really, I wasn't surprised that we blocked a kick because we've been threatened to block kicks all season, um, you know. And it was just one of those things that I, w- I was always, despite the one point margin, I was always comfortable. Mm. Do, you, do you think that helped the players? And do, do you think that they could they could feed off your off your confidence and uh, say maybe maybe calm them down a little bit, or um, were they are they just confident in themselves as well? It, it's funny, you know. I think that I always think back to uh, to the Sheffield game, um, third, fourth game of the season, where we were down to the Giants at home at half time. Yes, I remember that. Um, and uh, I looked at Norton, who was our starting safety, I said, Norton, remind me of this on Brit Ball. I said, Remember the time that we're down by two scores at Sheffield at the half, and everyone laughed, you know. And we, we talk about it every every half time, every time we're going through things that are tough. I said, and remember that time where we're down at Sheffield at the half? Remember that time? You know, we've come through so much adversity this year. We've we've overcome so much um, illness and injury and absence and retirements and this, that, and the other. You know, with really, we have no right to be playing in the national final. You know, we've got a small squad this year. We've, we've lost some talent, um, but here we are. Mm. Why we're we here? It's because we're gritty. We don't know when we're beaten. Uh, we never say die, and you know, we're going to give as good as we get. Mm, absolutely, and I say the word. I'll circle back to the word you said earlier about being battle hardened. That's what. That's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. That's it. We've been in. We've been in close games all year. Yeah. It, it doesn't bother us. You know. Um, we'll just reload and the saying on our defence is just, just put the 
ball down. Mm. You know, forget about the last play. Put the ball down. Let's let's see if we can do it again. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we we just we just play football. We enjoy playing football, and we enjoy hanging around with one another. Yeah. Before the game, um, with the blitz game uh, practice, said, look, you're not playing for the right to be in a national final. You're playing for the right to have three more practices with your mates and hang <laughs> out and and you know shoot the breeze and, and run around and have fun here. That's yeah. what you're playing for. You're not playing for a trip down to London to play in the final. Mm-hmm. You're playing for the right to extend off-season by another two weeks and to, to have you know, three, four more practices. Absolutely, and that's obviously that's obviously what you've done. Say the big game on on Sunday, repeat of of course last year's Brit Bowl. Uh, obviously, didn't go your way in that one. But I, I know you said about the blitz, you don't take anything from your past. Anything from last year's game that you're going to take into this one, or is it, again, is it just new plan, it's new team, and new new plan, new team? Yeah, I, I keep going on about. I think we've got a great coaching staff. You know, um, all the coordinators and the positional coaches have, have done their job. We've we've done due diligence. We've watched tape. Uh, we know what we're about. We think we know what they're about, and I think it's it's going to come down to blocking and tackling. Mm. Um, one thing I didn't think we do last year is was tackle particularly well. So that's something we need to do better. And we've always prided ourselves on being a good tackling team, and that was clearly not evident last year. Um, aside from that, it's like we know what they're facing. They're a great team. They've put up a bazillion points. You know, they've got a team of avatars, absolute superhumans. Their running back set is bigger than my, my D line. So <laughs> we know what they're about. Um, we just need to execute and, and and perform on the day. Yeah, absolutely. Six, sixty minutes is all it takes. Anything can happen in uh, in sixty minutes. Uh, you, you kind of stole my question there about what the keys to the game were. But is there is there anything else that you is there anything bespoke to this game that you've put in place? Obviously, I'm not going to get asked you to give it all the details away. <laughs> but uh, yeah, obviously you've had, you've had two weeks to wait for for, for Brick Bowl. Have you done anything maybe differently than you've done pre- in previous years or? No, it's, it's all the same. It's business usually. It's it's worked. It's like it's worked in the past. And like I said, it's football's a simple game. It's yeah. blocking and tackling. You know, it's the coaches that make it more complicated. Than it needs to be. Yeah. Now all we need to do is 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 dial it back to the core basics, the core fundamentals of, of tackling and blocking. If we can do that and move the football and stop them from moving the football, then that's the game, isn't it? Yeah. Um, um, yeah, you can put people in places, and you know we can do that. Um, it's going to be a matter of execution on the day, and we're just business as usual. We're you know we've got practice tomorrow night. Um, we have a two and a half hour practice. We're going to go through our normal stuff, and the only thing we're going to do difference is last half an hour. We're going to take our pads off and just go walk through, go through corrections, go make sure that everyone understands the game plan, and make sure that everyone is going into it. You know, happy with where we are. Mm-hmm. Um, I want them to be sat in the changing room pre-game, being comfortable and being confident of knowing what they need to do to perform. Mm-hmm. And if everyone puts their individual performances together as a team, then I think we're a pretty compelling group. Yeah, absolutely. And I say, can't wait for it as well to all unfold. Um, just before we, we wrap it off here, Jason, obviously you, you, you put more on your plate than um, Paul and Prue for, to circle back to a Bake Off reference, if you like. Yeah. <laughs> um, you obviously um, you have off-season plans as well from, from BritBall. You do a hell of a lot of other stuff. Uh, you told me, obviously, you're going back to Nottingham University this year. Do you want to talk about some other bits that you do uh, and why you, why you love the game so much? Yeah, it, I'm a glutton for punishment, aren't I? Yeah, <laughs> you know, I, I I love this game. I've taken so much pleasure from from coaching and playing. You know, um, it feels, feels like a lifetime ago when I actually used to be a player, but I I, I enjoy it, and I want to make sure that everyone else enjoys it and they get the the same sort of 
quality of coaching instruction and you know, opportunities that I, I was afforded. You know, uh, Coach Andy Sweeney was my, my first ever head coach at Loughborough and he's been a huge influence in on uh, what we do and I'm glad he's come back to coaching, you know, our youth team. Uh, you know, a lot can be said for the work that um, the coaches and the youth and the junior team do. Um, I, I do it because I enjoy it. It's not a chore for me. No. As soon as it starts becoming a chore, I'll quit. So mm. I'll, uh, I'll play a national final on, on Sunday and then I'll, I'll go back to work on Monday, work in the school. So it's first day of term on, on Monday morning. Mm-hmm. And then Tuesday, I'm back in University of Nottingham, I've got a coaches meeting. And then next week, I've got the uh, the Northern All-Stars trials for the Football America um, uh, All-Star game. Mm-hmm. I'm the head coach of the Northern All-Stars. Um, and then by the end of you know September, we'll get the uh, the rookies in and the first year students at University of Nottingham, and then we'll be going into our first game, and then we'll have our OTAs at Tamworth. Um, I've been invited to be part of a GB development squad as well at some point, so oh, nice. I've got to fit that in. Yep, nice. Um, you know, it's it's busy, busy time, yeah, but absolutely. you know, I, I love it, and I want I want everyone else to have the enjoyment that I have. Absolutely, and I say just just listening to you. Obviously, you can tell that the, the love of of the game just does come through uh, from from what from what you're saying. But yeah, obviously, uh, it goes without saying we we wish you all the best to say full ten yards. Uh, very much, Tamworth uh, Phoenix supporters on Sunday. So yeah, best of luck to you guys. Uh, and no doubt, we say we're going to be covering the Uni Ball uh, season as well um, coming up in the next couple of months. So uh, delighted, to, we'd be delighted to have you back as well to talk all things uh, Nottingham as well. But yeah, really wish you all the best on Sunday. And uh, say we'll, we'll speak soon. Absolutely. Thank you for having me on and uh, go Knicks. Okay, next up we head down to Division 2 in probably what is the most intriguing clash of the weekend. And I think it's uh, safe to say that um, yeah, the head coach of uh, the Bournemouth Bobcats is looking forward to it. But it's the SFC 2 South and the SFT, SFC 2 West getting on at 12 o'clock at the New River Stadium in London. So we welcome in Simon, head coach of the Bobcats. Simon, welcome in. Well, thank you very much, Tim. Thanks for having me. How uh, how are we doing? How's the preparations ahead for Sunday? Uh, it's going very well, thank you. You know, it, it, it's something we've been heading for for over ten years. Uh, it's you know fantastic to finally have got there, <laughs> uh, and we've we found that we've had to take a lot of preparation in all of the playoff games, to be honest, because we we don't know a lot about the teams mm-hmm. that we're playing. So there's been lots of classwork sessions, lots of looking at film, and and lots of getting getting ready. Mm, absolutely. Do you, do you like it? Let's say obviously getting into postseason, playing teams that you wouldn't normally play in your conference. Is it nice to kind of do something new? It keeps you on your toes, I suppose. Oh, absolutely. It's an opportunity to see teams that run different schemes that we don't see. Mm. Uh, a lot of the teams in the East tend to run a lot, which we didn't necessarily see in the South. Uh, I think we might see that a little bit with Wales. So I'll be intrigued to see what they put out against us. But uh, yeah, no, it is a fantastic opportunity. Uh, absolutely. And before we, before we talk about obviously the season and, and how, how it's gone on, let's just talk about a bit about you. And just want to let the, the listeners out there know how obviously you got into American football and how you kind of came into contact with, with the Bournemouth Bobcats. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so I grew up in America, just outside Boston in Massachusetts. Yeah. So played sort of peewee football, you know, out in the streets <laughs> in the summer. Uh, carried on through junior varsity and, and whatnot, and came back to UK when I was about 18. Went straight into uh, sort of under 21s at the time because they didn't really have youth and junior, so it was under 21s. Played a little bit of senior ball. Uh, then the teams in Bournemouth folded, so I went on and played some baseball for a while. Uh, and then when the Bobcats started back up in 2009, sort of started uh, getting involved with them again. 
unfortunately I had a bit of an injury to my hand which needed a few surgeries to, to get me back on the field again. Um, and then sort of start playing with them from 2012 and from 2014, I think was offensive coordinate for a couple of years and now in my fourth year as head coach. Oh, nice. Um, it, being from, from Boston, are you a Patriots fan? Uh, absolutely. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, okay, yeah, so um, this season then, um, obviously last season, last season was a bit of a difficult one, wasn't it? Because you had some really strong teams. Um, did did, did uh, the aspirations for this for this season, was it, of course, it's going to be to get to the, to the playoffs as well, but... Um, was it hard coming off of, of, of a difficult season, or were you aware that you know you probably had the the quality in the team? It's just obviously you come up against some some strong teams. Yeah, absolutely. Like last year was very difficult. I mean, to be honest, the Bobcats, looking back over the the seasons in uh, in Baffa, we we've normally had two or three really good teams in the conference. Mm-hmm. It's always been a bit of a hard slog. Yeah. Uh, but last year we had you know two formidable teams in Hertfordshire Cheetahs and Portsmouth Dreadnoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, really good teams. Both have stayed up in uh, Div One this year, so it just shows how good they were. Um, but playing both of them twice, you know, it was always going to be a struggle to get more than 500 last year. Yeah. Although I will say, in three out of the four games, we were competitive. The the Hertfordshire away game wasn't our best day, uh, and the better team on the on the day showed us what the gap was. So going into the off season, we knew what we were sort of aiming for, which was to sort of strengthen the defence a little bit and then bring a more balanced approach to our offence, which mm. we've managed to do this year. Mm. Absolutely, and to good effect as well, just the two losses against, again, a, a strong blitz B side. Um, yeah, so obviously them out the window and uh, you know losing last week and you, you're facing South Wales Warriors. So I suppose, I suppose it's, again, going against a team that is not a team you come up against too often. Is there, is there anything different in terms of preparation this week or has it just been making sure that you get, what, not worrying too much about what they offer, it's just about executing on your side? Yeah, it's, it's a bit of both, to be honest. Um, we, we have done a few film sessions on, on, on what they run and we've read some of the, the write-ups that they've had because uh, they, they've got a, a Welsh um, sports yeah. Uh, link that writes most of their games up. So we've, we've gone through that. Uh, we've done as much research as we possibly can. Um, but also, it's, it's not trying to tinker with what got us to where we are. Absolutely, yeah. And just, you know, work, work on our strengths and be confident in what we do and, and move forward with that, really. Yeah, I think I've read, I've read, I think we I read the uh, articles you referenced there a bit earlier today as well uh, in preparation for for coming on here and it's, it's just it's it's a really fascinating game against the South Wales Warriors because as I say the Blitz are as you experienced twice during the, during the season they're they're a decent uh, outfit so to hold them to was it single digit numbers uh, well, was yeah. was quite a performance. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Blitz are a really good team. Can't take anything away from them. Um, but we know against Warriors, you know, that they're, they're a big, strong, aggressive team that has the fundamentals down. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's not a game we can go into and, and think that they're going to make mistakes that we can capitalize on. We just have to go out and play well. Mm-hmm. And if we don't, we'll, we'll pay for it. No, absolutely. But obviously, confidence going into the game is going to be high. Um, just to, to mention, obviously, the, the last two games, uh, both on the east, on the east coast, including the uh, the impressive win last time out against against Essex. So you must be confident going into the game. Yeah, I mean, there's a good degree of confidence in in the camp. You know, the the, the team is is happy where we are. I think we've improved quite a bit from when we played Blitz early on in the season because we had the games two and three. Yeah, and I think we have improved since then. Mm. But yeah, like you say, moving out to the, the East Coast for the playoffs as the number five seed, having to travel for both games 
and, and both teams presented us with different uh, challenges that we needed to to overcome. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, great experience for everybody. First time playoff football for most people. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was really enjoyable experience. Uh, and I say, just hats off both to Norwich uh, and to Essex, who were both incredibly um, hospitable. Uh, we enjoyed our times there got on well with both head coaches and they're, they're both class organizations and wish them both the best of luck in the future absolutely and did the did the was the m25 air hospitable to you how did you <laughs> <laughs> uh, it wasn't grand for for norwich that took quite a while to get there um which you know we sort of knew it was always going to be bad and it was a really early start i think we were on the coach for about six in the morning for that one to get there and took over five hours yeah but we knew that coming in and that's always going to be the cost of playoff football yeah. uh the essex game wasn't too bad actually uh, we made pretty good time and, and we're able to leave while it was light out which is always nice mm. now to the m25 even on a sunday early in the morning is a car park let's be honest <laughs> um but yeah obviously you're going not well shouldn't be going too much on the m25 come sunday um, I mean, I suppose saying that actually, you might have to go what, a bit clockwise for a little bit. Do you? I don't, I'm not quite yeah, sure where the exact. Yeah, yeah, not too much. Uh, yeah, I'm not quite sure where the new River River Stadium is. I, I, I suppose it's up. Is it up in the north of London? I'm, I'm assuming so. I, yeah. I think it is literally across the road from White Hart Lane. So I'm assuming. Oh, okay. Something. Yeah, that will be then. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Be, uh, so you, you can't can't avoid the M25. But hey, it's been a, it's been a lucky a lucky charm for you the last couple of weeks. So maybe that, maybe maybe that can uh, continue. But what have you uh, what have you said? Have you said anything different to the players this week going into the game? Obviously, you, you tweaked it maybe a little bit um, in terms of preparation. That, but have you have you said anything to the players to to help them? You say it's the first bowl that quite a lot of them have been to so there's going to be a bit of nerves going to be a bit of apprehension is there anything that you've tried to install into the team to to kind of make make it more confidence rather than nerve uh absolutely it's more about enjoying the day really and not letting the nerves get get in the way uh i mean myself i've only had an opportunity to get to the playoffs once in in the 90s uh last out to the farnham knights uh, and I've made it to a championship game in baseball. And, and these opportunities are few and far between for mm-hmm. quite a lot of teams. You know, we're not the Warriors. We're not going to get there every single year. So you have to just enjoy it when it comes along because you never know when it's going to be there again. And, and don't let the situation or you to where you're not playing your best. Just mm-hmm. go out, have some fun mm-hmm. and, and enjoy the mm-hmm. enjoy the journey. No, absolutely, and they say once the when it's once it's all said and done, obviously the result will be known. It's it's kind of is it the off season straight away for me? Is the team going to go away, and you're going to go away for a couple of weeks and kind of recharge the batteries, or how, what does it look like for for Bournemouth after after Sunday? Because obviously you're going to be looking to, well, every team looks for you know people to come in, rookies and uh, players from maybe other teams to come in and and try out. What what does uh, after the game look like for Bournemouth? So so for for us from a player perspective, there will be a little bit of a break. Uh, we're not 100% sure how much that will be. Mm-hmm. Um, last year, we had a month off and then just went into a bit of conditioning once a week and then didn't start the contact till January. Uh, we'll, we'll definitely have some time off for players, but I think from a committee perspective, players um, from the coaches and the general manager will probably be at it within a couple of weeks of of the championship, whichever way it goes, because uh, Division One, there, there are no easy games there. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, it's not where we can look at whatever that schedule may be, whatever the alignment may be, and think there's an easy couple of wins there. You don't have to worry about it too much. Mm-hmm. It's, it's going to be a fairly big jump, so we need to be on it straight away. So recruitment, um, looking at playbooks and see what we need to tweak to, to move forward. 
Absolutely. Not a lot of rest, unfortunately. No, no, it's the, no days off, isn't it? Bill Belichick coined that one. Uh, pretty, yeah, everyone knows that that, that cliche. But uh, obviously, part of that, um, Simon, is about you know, other opportunities within within Bournemouth. Do, do in case there's anyone listening out there that knows maybe someone around the Bournemouth area or are from Bournemouth, uh, do you have like a, a youth or flag teams, um, and how do they kind of work in in conjunction with with the adult team? At the moment, there is no Bobcats uh, youth or junior team. We right. used to have a team. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we, we are affiliated with a youth team out of Salisbury, so Salisbury okay. City Marauders, uh-huh. uh, uh, which uh, Abe Day is head coach for them, and he's just been appointed uh, into the Great Britain setup as well. So massive congratulations to him. Uh, and so like I say, we, we do some work with them, and they support us, which is fantastic. Uh, and there's also a, a, another local youth team in uh, Poole, which is about eight, ten miles down the road from us, Poole Dolphins. Yeah. And again, they, they've got a, a nice setup working there. Their first year this year, I say, along with Salisbury City Marauders, uh, both have done quite a few big spri- uh, strides this year and really pleased to see youth football in the area. Mm. Absolutely, yeah. Bournemouth is a lovely part of the world. I mean, I'm all the way uh, up in, in Scotland at the moment, but I've, I've made the trip down to Port and, Dor- and Dorset a few times and always enjoyed my, myself down there. Um, it, obviously, we wish you the best of luck, of luck for Sunday. Simon, do you, do you have any game day rituals? Do you have any things that, any things that you do on, on a Sunday to, I don't know, like lucky pants, lucky socks or anything? Is there anything that you do on a Sunday? Uh, I personally don't have anything uh, like that uh, ritualistic. Uh, we, we, we do have a, a, a team talk before every game by uh, uh, Jason Griffiths, who is our um, wide receiver coach and one of our wide receivers, and, and we let him G us up on the day. Um, but bar that, we don't have much more than that. And for you, obviously, again, you're saying you're looking forward to Sunday and it, you know, Playoff finals aren't, aren't things you can get to uh, that too often if you're if, if you're not, if you're not too lucky. Is there anything that you're looking to get out of the game from a personal pers- uh, perspective? Uh, the win, obviously. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, that's that, that's most up there. Yeah. Um, but again, it's just an opportunity to enjoy the day. Right. Like I say you, you don't get that opportunity very often. No. And and whatever happens, this is a, a massive platform to push football in Bournemouth onto that next level. Absolutely. And we're going to be able to use that as a, a huge recruitment tool, not only for new players coming in, um, and, and maybe there are players out there who are at Div 1 level, and maybe they can now come to us where they were playing elsewhere because we're now going to be the local Division One team. Um, but also, as far as getting sponsorship, which is a massive undertaking in, in British American football, and it's always a little bit of a struggle. So again, hopefully, you know, ideally with the championship, that would be fantastic. Mm. Uh, but just making it and getting that promotion, hopefully that will open doors that would otherwise have been closed. No, no absolutely indeed. But so, uh, first and foremost, obviously, Simon, wish you, you do have that fun on Sunday. Hopefully you can come away with a win for you and the team and obviously the local area. And so hopefully we can maybe speak next year or next season or a bit later on in the off-season when you, if you're a Division 1 team. That'd be fantastic. So there you have it, some insight in there into two of the three games this weekend. Hope you enjoyed that. Big thanks as ever to Jason, who we love having on, and of, of course Simon, taking time out of their busy and very important weeks uh, to come speak with us ahead of the game. So yeah, really appreciate that. Thank you so much. Make, for, make sure you follow all the action this weekend on YouTube, on-site productions with the games. I said that, yeah, go and search those on YouTube. Don't forget to share this podcast out to anyone associated with Britball. Love the big support we're getting uh, in this area. So thank you all so very much for that. If you aren't doing so already, 
follow us on Twitter at F10Y Britball. Uh, I need to try and think of a giveaway actually, but it's quite hard for Britball because you can't really give away jerseys or anything like that. But maybe um, maybe I could give Football America a shout out, or if there's any teams out there who want to give a give a jersey away, that we uh, get in touch. We'd love to do that. <laughs> um, but that's going to do it for, for today's podcast. Hope you enjoy it. Um, I'll let you all go. To everyone out there listening, that may be playing at the weekend or going to watch, uh, very best of luck to you and your teams. Hope you give it all, leave it all on, on the field, and maybe you'll be lifted in those trophy. But that's going to do it for me. Uh, we'll speak to you very soon indeed. In the great words of Kevin Cadle, it's a bye-bye for now. A bye-bye. for listening to the full 10 yards podcast follow us on facebook or twitter at full 10 yards or email the show full 10 yards at gmail.com